0: I don't know, man. I think everything about Black Adam kind of feels like the type of movie that only happens when the world's most successful financial actor shows up and goes like, no, you're putting me in this movie and I've already decided what character I'm playing. Do it.
1: (laughs) That's exactly what happened. That's all he talks about. Yeah. He talks about the DC universe as if it's his actual universe now. He's like, this is mine now. This is all about Black Adam from now on. I'm like, okay, I guess. <laughs> like, wait, are you Black Adam or are you Lex Luthor? It's hard to tell with them because either way, I'm not going to say no to the guy who's like the size of three houses.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, The Rock, I'm sorry, Dwayne Johnson, but come on, let's face it. He's the man is a rock. No, he is. He's a <laughs> boulder now, actually. I think he actually <laughs> is the most, the highest paid actor now. I think he is. He is, yes. Yeah. yeah, okay. So, yeah, he walked in, 600-pound gorilla, and said, like, woo, give me everything I want! And they went, okay, sir! Don't even kill my family. <laughs> even though Black Adam is, like, not exactly what you'd call a less DC Comics <laughs> character. And it feels like DC was so unsure about this, they're like, okay, well, we gotta throw other heroes in there. Who else do we have that we're not planning to do anything with right now? Does
1: anyone know who Adam Smasher is? Yeah. It's like oh,
0: Yeah. <laughs> is like, it Adam, a- Adam Smasher? But wait a minute, Black is somebody in the back. Black Adam's supposed to be Shazam's nemesis. Who? Silence in the room yeah, we're doing stuff for Shazam. <laughs> and it doesn't include whatever the fuck this is going to turn out to be. When,
1: he, when they said that, The Rock said, I don't give a fuck, and then broke a table in half. And they're like, yeah, oh, right? okay, go. And for then, he, whoa, and then he ate it. Yeah, they <laughs> ate the table. And Kevin Hart was there for some reason. Yeah, of no course he why why
0: was. Gone. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're talking about Black Adam, the latest uh, DC Comics character superhero movie that is indeed tied into the previous DC movies, albeit... You know, loosely, mainly through the presence of Amanda Waller returning again, but Viola Davis as her role commands a suicide squad who here is also apparently sending orders to the JSA, uh, yeah, the why Justice did the Society. JSA
1: take orders from Waller. Yeah,
0: but then they also refer to themselves at one point as like Team X or something like that. Strike Team X, which I've heard of as well, which is sort of like Suicide Squad who works for Waller, but not of villain's. Uh, I, I don't, it's very like, Somebody just kind of glanced at the D.C. dictionary and went, "Yeah, that sounds good. Do that and oh, throw this that is a in." Movie. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> but before we get too deep into this, let me do my introductions. Going around, I am Chris, and joining me on this review is
2: Kim.
1: Shazadam. I mean, Michael.
2: <laughs> Sarah Jane. Wait,
0: are we going, changing from <laughs> Spider Mike to sh- Shazadam? <laughs> I just
2: remembered
1: Shazadam because somebody brought it up on Twitter recently. That's the one that Ben does try to call him for a second. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I can't, I, I really like what Jeff Johns, the writer did with this character, Black Adam and with the justice society of America in the comic books about what? 25 years ago. Yeah, good like back.
1: And then he, he did another thing with Black Adam, uh, For Captain Marvel's new 52 run, which a lot of this backstory is based off of.
0: Which I went, okay, you know, I mean, I guess it's possible you could do something good here. And they got... A, a known director, Jaime <laughs> H- Colet-Serra, the Spanish-American film director and producer who uh, directed How- the remake of House of Wax, which people for some reason keep defending. I've never really seen what they like, like about wax, it so much. People like wax, Chris. I guess. <laughs> uh, Orphan, same thing. Also went like, did you guys seriously not see that ending coming? Okay. Uh,
1: Turns out they had no parents. The
0: and the, the one, one I will it. actually defend, uh, The Shallows, which is actually not... Terrible. Which but, one was that one? That's the shark one with Blake, uh, Blake, uh, Li- uh Bly- what's her Blake name? Blake Lively? Yeah, Blake Lively. Ryan Reynolds' wife.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah oh, so that's the one where she's stuck on the rock, right? That's
0: the one where she's stuck on the rock. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that's not a bad movie. Yeah, but she also did, he also did Non-Stop and Run All Night and it, some other bad movies. <laughs> uh, you know, so I didn't exactly go into this over, you know, whelmed with confidence it was going to be good. And, you know, that's probably why I didn't outright hate it but <laughs> uh to go into the plot as represented here i mean we see like 5000 years ago where it's like before everything that you know of there was the city of kandak uh that was under the rule of a uh, of a terrible king who was basically ordering all his people in- into slavery to mine for uh, unobtainium, basically. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Because he somehow knew about this thing called the Crown of Sabak, which was supposed to give the wearer great power, and once he had enough of this stuff, he could make the crown. But the slave finds some crystal, uh, and it, anyway, it all just leads to a revolution, <laughs> and you remember those wizard guys from Shazam? Well, they pop up and go like, you know what? Well, we kind of like this kid. Zap! Now you have all the power of Shazam. And he comes in, and shit blows up, and then it's like like okay now for back to 5,000 years later. No one knows what happened to that that guy after that, but present-day Kundok's been taken over by Inner Gang, which is one of a thousand or so DC evil gangs. Superman's yes. main evil gang. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Who've been running the city for 27 years. So where is Superman? Well, actually, let's yeah, not really get into that. Yeah. I really like for some reason. But uh there's this archaeologist uh who is trying to find the crown, but basically so she can hide it somewhere safer, because the bad guys are mining and closing in on it location uh her, the help of her brother kareem along with her her teenage son and a bunch of her colleagues and the inner gang shows up but she's like oh but i happen to know the magic word shazam that summons up uh the defender i i mean it's a last ditch chance here but i'm gonna try it <laughs> And sure enough, lightning, smoke, and here's Black Adam. It's, oh my God, it's Dwayne Johnson, the rock in a hood, in a hoodie. (laughs) But you know, you're in trouble. And he just starts killing everybody. And they're like, yay, it's our hero. And he's like, fuck off. I'm not a hero, kid. Leave me alone. Uh, but meanwhile, all of this going down, this super powerful being is heard about by Amanda Waller, who asks her, like I said, how in the hell she's getting help from the JSA. I don't know, but, uh, Hawkman, um, Dr. Fate, Cyclone, and Atom Smasher to, uh, fly in and stop him. So you've got the city who's like, yay, our new hero, who's also still just kind of like. Staring at his own statue in the, <laughs> the whole time, they're like, please be our hero because Inner Gang sucks. And then you have the JSA flying in to just, you know, basically beat his ass and take him in because he's too powerful and hasn't gotten a superhero registration, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they're like, oh no, they're killing Inner Gang. What? So, you know, it's, it's a traditional thing in comic books with the whole of the person who's going to be a hero, isn't sure they're going to be a hero, ends up fighting real heroes, discovers the hero within them. Yada, yada, yada. You know, we've been here. There's some interesting casting. You got Aldous Hodge as Hawkman. Uh, you have uh, Noah Centineo as Adam Smasher. Uh, Sarah Schall, uh, Shahi plays Adriana, the professor, uh, the, the archaeologist who's looking in here is in, in a lot of this uh quintessa swindell is cyclone who appears to be in some way related to red tornado we were talking about we're not really sure there exactly i mean i guess she's the granddaughter of red tornado but whatever and pierce brosnan is an elderly dr fate in here yeah. guys <laughs> <laughs> i can't even bring myself to say i didn't hate it i mean it's Perfectly watchable if you were like it's it's what I used to call stoned Sunday on the couch. Oh, look what's on TNT! I'll watch it type movie where you're like, yeah, that was all right. I don't know why people hated it so much, but there is a reason people hate it so much because they pay 13, fifteen bucks bucks for it and they're like, you know, people make superhero movies better than this nowadays.
1: Do they though? I'm just kidding. No, yeah. The thing <laughs> is, this movie is is yeah, he's right. It's like the thing that you put on TNT that came on that that the rights are easy to get a hold of. Because the movie's so fucking stupid,
0: like Blade <laughs> Trinity. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Am I the only one who's completely charmed by The Rock?
0: No, <laughs> I, I didn't say that. He
2: does is magic. Uh, I'm is not that gonna just go that me? far.
0: I mean, the moment Kevin Hart sticks his head up, I'm like, nope,
1: okay, we're done. Okay, Kevin Hart dulls we're, his shine a little bit, yeah, but The Rock by himself,
2: it's magical. Well,
1: I've always the- loved The Rock. Uh, even when I, when he was wrestling back when I was still in the wrestling, I was he was one. Of, he was my brother's favorite wrestler for years. And, and he did, he did um, The Tooth Fairy and all those weird movies back then.
2: Exactly. He's never really played a villain before, so I was stoked to see him play one in this movie. And he's more of a anti-hero, to be honest, yeah. but he does have the most vicious pg-13 fight scenes i've ever seen <laughs> apparently he, it was supposed to
1: be r but he, like, they cut out 10 violent murders
2: there was no blood mm-hmm. i don't think i i mean there was a little bit of blood in one gunshot scene but never from the rock scenes he's just disintegrating people you know <laughs> putting grenades in their mouth throwing them <laughs> the thing you want to see from a super strong uh anti-hero is throwing their enemy 500 feet away.
0: Well, not and, even, No, more like 500 miles. 500 miles away.
2: <laughs> and just like threatening to drop people from the sky all the time. It was hilarious watching him just crush these people Ooh. and them still fighting him.
0: What What's funny about it is, like, this is the same universe as the Zack Snyder films, right? Where the superheroes were just wantonly murdering bad guys left and right. 100%. And then here they're like, we must stop him because he's murdering bad guys. guys. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> yeah, like, he
1: did stuff that bad. Batman was cool with doing in Batman v Superman. Like, yeah. if they, if they hung out together, he'd be like, this is awesome. Let's do this all the time. <laughs> kind of thing. Hell, the Justice League in the Snyder Cut murders the shit out of Steppenwolf when they didn't have to. It's like, there's no like, but the movie, this movie decides that Hawkman's like, everything's, uh, white and black, and only heroes don't kill people. I'm like, you're in the wrong universe. <laughs> I'm telling anybody that. I'm, more I'm sorry. Than, I'm
0: more than happy with them, you know, sliding towards more of that. I prefer... I don't like the Zack Snyderisms of the whole, like, yeah, heroes kill when uh, I guess we're heroes, but they were in the way. I mean... Maybe they were making fun of it. I don't even know. But either way, they set it up firmly. It's the same universe. And so it doesn't track. I mean, Amanda Waller, of all people, who runs the Suicide Squad, going like, we can't let this guy just kill bad guys yeah. it just the doesn't make woman, any
2: sense the same woman we've seen shoot her assistants in the head yeah for yeah. just disagreeing with her is now we got to shut him down he's killing too many people guys control. So <laughs> well,
1: actually waller's thing makes more sense only because she's like i'm the only one who's supposed to murder this many people so i'm cool with that
2: <laughs> well i'm just surprised she didn't try to recruit him before right. capturing well, him yeah that, yeah. I mean, yeah that, that was we, probably we gonna, gonna be your about plan plot after after that. all day all night but um she that, only recruits, that was the first one.
0: She only recruits people she thinks she can control. And good luck with that. Yeah. She <laughs> tried it on Zod once, and it worked out too Yeah, long. I mean cuz the Black Adam is Superman level strength. I mean like in the comics, Black uh, Black Adam, Shazam, they're a match for Superman. Pretty much. Yeah. They're
1: mo- it's mostly a magical thing that makes them uh, gives them the the edge,
0: right? Because Superman's allergic to magic. Yes, basically. yeah. Basically. <laughs> they One
2: even of, have a, a similar kryptonite, if you will. Black Adam is uh, his weakness. Seems to be this new special rock they have. I I want to say it was it's eternium. Eternium, because it's, eternium. Yeah. Eternium.
1: it's based on the name of the rock of Eternia.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, they don't do a lot with that. They do a little when necessary to make the the scene. That's because The Rock
2: cannot be seen as being weak. (laughs) Even in the Fast and Furious movies, it was in his contract that nobody could beat him in a fight. Right. So in this movie, as much as people put up a struggle with him, he, he never really... Was, you know, under under anyone's boot. Yeah, he can be so beat
0: only when he decides he's okay with being beat. He can beat,
2: beat. himself yeah. temporarily, but he's always going to rise
3: up. Phrase so. him. <laughs> there's a weird thing where, and, you know, it's me and I noticed this, but, like, The Rock, his suit was, like, skin tight and, like, he had a bulge. But then when you watch Hawkman, who was also wearing skin tight pants, he had nothing. And I thought, <laughs> there's no way that... uh His name, Aldis Hodge, has no package, and so I wondered, was The Rock like only I? This is in the contract. The
0: Rock's contract is you can't hide The Rock. (laughs) I mean,
3: it was weird.
0: I didn't. I can't say I was looking. No, at I did Yeah, I can't say I, I was looking what, for that Sarah either. You know what, Sarah Jane?
2: I will back you up uh, as a, as a fellow film critic. <laughs> I did also view the the bulge in the <laughs> pants, so it was noticeable. I don't know why these guys didn't see it. Because the suit's black and
1: it's hard to tell. <laughs> why
2: did Hodge have none?
3: There's, I mean, like, Wasn't dude, suit why didn't you write metal? that in your contract, huh? Wasn't
0: this suit mainly metal? It's no, magic is all it was. Okay. His it was suit was,
1: really. was not Honestly,
2: metal. They kept saying black. It, he's wearing all this black. It looked more blue to me in most scenes. There were some um,
0: sequences
1: where it was very blue. But, yeah, but we're, we're we're already off track. of it. Yeah. blue. Anyway. sorry. But speaking of off track, let's. This movie is very much like this. <laughs> so, because the way the movie is is because um, the movie, the plot is really all we said. And then from there, it's just a series of action set pieces that just goes. It's like a video game, like it's like the it's like you know it's 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 funny. It's not even like a modern PS4 video game where there are cutscenes in the middle. It's like a Super Nintendo game where you're told (laughs) the beginning part, and then it's just the levels, and then you're told
0: the ending. Because there's not much interesting going on with the actual characters or dialogue here. They try to throw in a little bit of that Shazam feel with Adam having this sort of kid sidekick with him, but. It doesn't really work because it, outside of the first act, because the first act you're like, okay, he's a fish out of water. He's like 5,000 years old who somehow speaks perfect English without an accent, but whatever, <laughs> right? And at first she's like, okay, he's like, doesn't really understand how anything works. But almost instantly with no explanation, he's just using modern day expressions and it's like, doesn't need the kid. The kid serves no purpose except to be like a, a, someone who's in danger. You know, yeah. from the girl, but I like that kid. I'll go save him.
1: He's like his Jiminy Cricket at that point. He's just like, I'm your Jimmy conscience. Cricket? Yeah, Jiminy Cricket. Oh, okay. Your He's like, you I'm meant- your conscience, basically. That's the, it's all the kid's role is. I thought is- you meant Jimmy
0: Olsen. <laughs> no.
1: no, Jimmy Olsen got shot in the face. We, we uh, don't uh, know uh, yeah, that's I, I right.
2: enjoyed that family the mother uh, and the son and the uncle. Yes. I, I connected to them. I felt like we had enough in the beginning with them as a family unit where we kind of got to know their characters. And I thought they were actually funnier than the just Society, as far as their dialogue, I thought it was stronger. The Justice Society. I mean, we've talked about this. The heroes versus villains
0: mm-hmm.
2: monologue that happened was so cringeworthy. There's so many.
0: Every time and they're having a conversation, it's cringeworthy. Every
2: everything that came out of Noah Centineo's mouth. I was just like, someone should have rewritten whatever he's trying to do. The
0: youngest, newest (laughs) member who's wearing his uncle who, with a literal phoned-in cameo by Henry Winkler, who apparently used to be the Atom Smasher... It, it's just oh, I'm the new guy. I don't really know what I'm what I'm doing, and it's not very funny. They give Cyclone literally nothing really to do in terms nope. of character. You're like, uh, she gets one scene where she gets to say a little bit about who, where she got her powers, and it's so crowbarred in there. <laughs> well, You're they like, gave her
2: oh, all this lip service in the beginning, talking about she's you know she has wind powers and she's a genius. And so you're kind of thinking she's going to be uh, pulling in an MCU reference, like the Suri yeah. of yeah. this universe, and then she does nothing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, her and the um, Sarah Shah- Shahi uh, they have a little moment where they're talking about an object that they're trying to figure out. A- a very dumb riddle. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but there's no point at all where we see her being a genius. She doesn't have her like, Oh, I just figured something out or I know how to stop this or save this Uh, or anything like that.
0: And then Pierce Brosnan is Dr. Fate. I don't know what version of Dr. Fate he's playing, but it's not one that's been in the comics for quite some time. He's playing this sort of foppish, dr fate that would have fought beside the 60s batman you know pretty Just much like uh, but he's is... also
1: the best part of this entire. but he's movie. also <laughs> the best part yeah. <laughs> i mean
0: even though a lot of his dialogue is also cringeworthy brosman brings a certain amount of gravitas to anything that he does no question here um there's uh, you know if you're wondering about his fate ha ha like uh, you know, the man's in his 70s you don't have to really question long to go like i bet you he's not going to be in this universe for very long. <laughs> yeah he transforms into remington steel no one saw it coming <laughs> no one saw it coming
2: he looked maybe the best in the suit. I'm sure that was all him, too. <laughs> to
0: yeah, that was entirely... Uh, although he did wear a motion capture suit for a lot of it, believe it or not. I'm not
2: very but. familiar with a lot of his work. I know he was 007 and he was in Mamma Mia, which is what I know him best from. <laughs> not Mrs. You know, Doubtfire? He's, he's two top um IMDb highlights right there. <laughs> but I really enjoyed him in the movie. I don't know much about Dr. Fate, so I was kind of a blank canvas as far as learning about the character and what his... um. I guess, powers are. Yeah, I thought it was displayed pretty well. If I had to describe it, I'd say he controls like illusions, so he was but a, also can do predictions.
0: He was a goofy magic character in the early days, and then at some point in the 80s, when the Verti- rise of Vertigo comics, like Sandman and stuff like that, they made him into this sort of This deal with a dark, powerful universal force that you don't want to make, but the universe requires, like, someone must be Dr. Fate, and and he's kind of intractable dick, because he works (laughs) for the Lords of Order, who are like, you know, there's order, and there's chaos, and they've got their own agents, too, and order... Can also be sort of like, a, no, no, we do things our way and no other way. He's like, it's not good to be Dr. Fate. But like I said, here, they're like, woohoo, being Dr. Fate can be fun. <laughs> well,
2: they said earlier kind of in the movie that when he puts on the helmet, he's possessed by it. Right, but you so never was, feel that. Yeah. No, yeah. I never felt that. I thought he would play a completely different personality once the helmet was on, but it was really just himself.
0: Him with a voice modulator. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So that was a little bit disappointing and I'm sure not exactly true to character. As far as Cyclone, I don't know who she's friends with. Maybe she's The Rock's grandniece or something. Not, I don't know why I say grandniece. But, um, you know, a cousin. How old is The because...
3: Rock?
2: <laughs> He's 50. But, um, She had some of the most beautiful scenes. Completely useless as a character. Did nothing to the plot at all. <laughs> right. But beautiful. Every yeah, time she was on screen. She blows. She did, (laughs) did. Um, yeah. Her and and I'm gonna keep harping on him because I just know him Um, from he's like Netflix's darling right now. But Noah Centineo is he? What
0: what is he on on Netflix? He's
2: he's in those. I want to say um he's in like one of the kissing booth or something like that. He's I don't know (laughs) one of those Netflix things. But I see him his face all the time. All the boys I've
0: loved
1: before.
3: Yes, he's in that. Uh, So his
2: character and Quintessa's character (laughs) were literally the most secondary characters I've ever seen in a film. They were they were a part of the Justice Society, but not really. (laughs) It was mainly Hawkman and Doctor Fate doing all the the planning and the talking with Black Adam. They were quite literally like elevated extras who just showed up. They didn't even really fight that much. I mean, Cyclone, she twirled around, but nothing she did really affected anything. Yeah. It was I, they honestly could have been left out of the movie. They're and there the fact for- that they tried to pair them together in, yeah. in a will they won't they? And I was like, who cute. cares? Yeah. I, know. <laughs> I was it like was that remember really when
0: the CW TV show like
1: invaded
0: the movie. <laughs>
1: what what they reminded what the JSA reminded me of was the super friends. <laughs> or, like, the, like randomly, you took a section of the Super Friends and put it in the middle of this movie. and Because everybody talked like they were in an episode of the Super Friends. And it was just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, where are you... Like, because... Who, who plays Hawkman again? What's the name of the actor?
3: Aldous Hodge.
1: Aldous Hodge. He... The way he delivered his lines was so fucking weird.
3: It was! I couldn't
1: put my finger on it, but I I, I realized the way he was talking is as if he was starting a sentence, and he would end the sentence, and then start another sentence. But, like, not as the way you talk normally. that makes sense it was like a typewriter he was pausing and then he hit a new hit the enter (laughs) and then like moved the fucking thing to the side and then started talking again and i don't understand why he had that delivery
2: his first couple scenes i was worried for him because the suit takes some adjusting to to get used to the suit was not great in the first couple scenes and then his dialogue um like mike was saying was really cringy but after a while, I don't know if I just got, like, Stockholm Syndrome into, like, liking him. <laughs> but after a while, I was like, yeah, I dig him. I like him as the, the leader of this group. And I also appreciate it. I don't know if his character in this movie is supposed to be African, but he did also have, like, a an African print suit at the beginning, which was giving me Wakanda vibes. Yeah. So, between that and then the Scorpion King in beginning, <laughs> where it was literally a voiceover over a desert I was so excited.
0: i never heard anyone say The Scorpion King is a reason to be excited about something.
2: I, okay, the, mummies, the Mummy 1 and 2 are my two favorite movies. Okay. Um, I'm
0: not going to give you shit about that. Okay, no. but then but, Scorpion
2: King, I, I, I love because it was just good for The Rock. That's, that was one of his first movies, and I was like, good was. for him, getting into movies. And I mean, then they made a thousand
0: yeah.
1: terrible sequels. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, not with The Rock, by the way. Uh, anyway, let's go to final thoughts. Sarah, why don't you get us started?
3: Um, well... I did not like this movie. Um, we were, you guys were talking about, uh, the Zack Schneider universe. Um, this movie looked like a Zack Schneider movie. It's just like the saturated colors, everything was brown. I mean, I like the Marvel movies because they're bright and they look like normal, you know, they just look like normal life. The Zack Schneider movies just are just, like generic and boring and I don't know. I just don't like that look. And so this movie has that. Um, The rock, he's charming, but you know, that, he just gets old after a while. Um, uh, There's, I don't want to spoil anything, but there's a, a thing that happens toward the end of the movie when there's like a final battle where some other kind of fighters come up and I just laughed out loud. I mean, I was like, these are ridiculous. Y- you know, they're so easily beat. What's the point of them? And so that's like, what's the point of this movie? It was like just random. Um, I don't know, I can't I, I can't say anything good about it. So um I'm gonna give it three <laughs> I was I was going between 2 and 3 but I'll be I'll be generous and I'll give it a 3. 3 Oh man, I don't even know now. <laughs> 3 Pick Something
0: you saw in the movie. So. 3 Something that, that happened. 3 she
3: three jakey skeletons out of ten <laughs>
0: the fact she couldn't think of
1: anything for like a solid five minutes <laughs> I'm sorry. says a lot about what she thinks about this movie
3: <laughs> i'm sorry there was a lot of things to say but there you go i know but sorry. it cracks
1: me the fuck up uh mike uh yeah this movie's <laughs> fucking crazy as shit but i had so much fun with it because it's so fucking dumb because the movie just like because it's it's if you like The Rock, you're going to have fun with it, because it's just him being The Rock. Like, there's no, there's never a moment where I'm like, that's a different character. This is The Rock wearing a superhero costume. That's the entirety of this movie. There's a great moment when you see him without his powers that had me fucking just like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wanted to laugh so hard, because the CGI, like, fluctuates constantly. I mean,
0: how long ago was Captain America where we were all like... The first one where you're like, "That actually looks really great." Oh, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. making a little wee, making Chris? little wee version of Chris, <laughs> and here you're like, "Did
3: ha,
1: what?" <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it was so like this movie is just full of just. It reminds me of the Aquaman movie when when that would except with less dialogue because at least in the Aquaman movie there would be a moment where they stopped and then to go to the next scene an explosion would happen. In this one, explosions just keep happening. For like zero reason, (laughs) and and it's like it's how how can I put this? It's it's like the fun stupid idea that Snyder wanted to do, which is have a guy who murders things, but you don't feel bad about it because he's not Superman, and so you're Mm -hmm. just like, okay, sure, let's do this shit (laughs) because this is stupid, and you're but you're having a lot of fun with this, and I'm I'm gonna stand with you. I'm not going to think about this movie cuz the second you think about this movie it falls apart immediately. And besides a kind a very meh third act, it's fine. I think I think people will have a good time if they're not expecting like if they're not expecting a great next level cinema kind of thing. This is that schlock that you would have gone to in the summer and you're fine with it. You're probably never going to think about it again after that fact, but I think if you watch it the one time, you at least will have something to talk about once it's done. Also, it has the weirdest fucking choice in music I've ever seen in <laughs> a movie in quite some time. <laughs> but uh, I will have to give it seven, no, six out of ten Wizards.
0: Really? Just wizards? I had another one, but yeah. it was a spoiler, and I didn't want to say I mean, anything. Sarah's was better than yours.
3: Thanks.
1: <laughs> well, how many letters is it I praise indeed. Out? Well, I'm just saying. You were like, ah, ah!
0: And
1: he's like, I got this, I got this. Well, it was either that or, the, or the Clint Eastwood thing. Yeah, okay. But I didn't want to completely spoil that.
0: Well, that's not really a spoiler. You just say, like, no. Clint Eastwood movies that blow up. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's go with that. Goodbye.
2: <laughs> Alright, well, I really enjoyed this movie, but I also, my favorite time period for movies was between, like, 1995 and 2005, and I feel like this movie would have fit perfectly in that, that like, decade of film, because it was so campy, a lot of fun. I know we keep saying fun, but I honestly can't think of a better word. That, when you're watching The Rock literally pelt a man halfway across the globe, and also making, like, witty banter with somebody... That, that just brings joy to my heart. <laughs> and it was, this was actually one of my, I want to say my favorite DC film. Um, just because I actually really did care about the, the child actor, um, that family. I really enjoyed them. The Justice Society, they had some weak links, but the two main figureheads, um, they, they held their, they held up. Um, the plot was, uh, you know, they, it had a plot, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> there were bad guys and good guys and in action scenes. So I think that counts as a plot, guys. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but, uh, oh, and boy, do I love seeing The Rock play another racially ambiguous character. They never straight up said, this isn't, you know, Middle Eastern or, or like Asian country. But we we got the idea that it was something like that. I mean, that. he's
0: called Black Adam. Yeah, I think he's his, trying to say. For his blue suit. Yeah. <laughs>
2: but, um... <laughs> well, they called him, well, they called him Taff... Taff Adam or something for, like, most of the Tenth, film. Tenth T- Adam? Something yeah, like that.
1: Taff Adam. But his powers so, are Egyptian god-powered. Okay, well, get to know. Shazam's is uh, Greek. Yeah. He's
2: playing Egyptian. um, Or an e- Egyptian-like character. But, uh, anyway, other than the plot being loose and needing a bit of tightening up, the soundtrack... We kind of mentioned it. They had two songs that came in really randomly, and they didn't even play out. It was like they started. One of them was Power, that Kanye West song, which I don't think I've heard in 10 years. They played I, three bars from it, and then it was over. It's like, why did you even – why why even start the song? I'm, I'm into the song. I don't even get to hear the song. But, you know, it was just kind of –
0: I wouldn't I, be surprised if, uh, the final edit before this actually reaches audiences removes that song considering some of his recent statements. <laughs>
2: well, honestly, I feel like The the Rock maybe just put on his playlist for the soundtrack and they were like, I like these songs, guys. <laughs> he likes smashing pumpkins. Um, <laughs> and The Rock was a producer on this, <laughs> which was so apparent. He really, um, was just a powerhouse the whole movie. Uh, and I can't wait to see him interact with other, uh, DC heroes and villains. I think he's gonna, a lot of fun and i enjoyed this more than shazam i'm just gonna say it <laughs> i um I, guys it's the rock <laughs> sorry <sighs> Z- zachary levi no offense if you're listening i prefer but
0: zachary levi to the rock in any situation
2: but um i'm gonna give this eight out of ten skateboards
0: okay uh-huh. well i'm glad somebody really enjoyed it because i'm not gonna fall into that really enjoyed it uh, it's It's passably entertaining in a a I-don't-have-a-dog-in-this-fight sort of way, which I really didn't. I wasn't expecting this to be very good, and it wasn't. (laughs) But it's like, all right, if you got, like, literally just in the mood, which I am sometimes, just to watch a bunch of CG punching with a couple – with a few, like, chuckle-worthy lines, because a lot of them were groan-worthy. But there were a few moments that The Rock delivered that I was like, okay, that was cute. Then sure, I guess – it's better than a lot of the DC movies, which is not high praise. Because <laughs> most of them are dog shit, with a couple exceptions. Sorry, DC uh, stands. They're just, they most of them suck. And uh, this doesn't suck. It's just meh. I mean, to me, this is about the same as I remember everyone hating on the first Suicide Squad. I was about the same. I was like, it's meh. It's fine. I don't hate this, but it's certainly not good, but it's not hateful. Whatever. If you're in the mood for it, fine. Uh, I'm going to give this five out of ten masks that are up for grabs, presumably by some young hot actor. Uh, but be careful, it's got a price. <laughs> That's how capitalism works, Chris. <laughs> well, you know, a different kind of price, not a capitalism <laughs> price. You don't buy it. It has to choose you, Mike.
1: Like a Pokemon?
0: I, I don't know <laughs> anything about what you're talking about.
3: Gotta catch them all.